Okay. He says I'm on. Well, good morning. Happy New Year's to everybody. By a show of hands, how many people here eat black-eyed peas on New Year's Day? Anybody? If you didn't know, if we're from Texas, so it was a tradition in Texas, if you didn't eat black-eyed peas on New Year's Day, you weren't going to have a good year. So we always made it a point to eat black-eyed peas. on. That may be the only time we ate them all year. but So I'll encourage everybody to go home and open up their black-eyed peas. Uh, when Dave announced that he was going to be gone, the elders, he told the elders he wanted one of us to speak. So we drew straws, and I got the short straw, so you'll have to bear with me. Uh, but the good news is you'll probably be out in record time, so <laughs> you don't have to worry about missing the Chiefs game. Uh, this morning I'd like, my topic is temporal, or the temporary versus the eternal, or eternity. The temporal is the things that we see, and the eternal are the things we don't see with our eyes. Uh, eternal, or eternity, means there's no limit to time, it's infinite, it's without end, so... I think we lose perspective of how long eternity is or can or will be. We think of, uh, I think of my mother, she lived to be nearly 101, which is a long time on this temporary earth, but if you really stop and think about it, that's just a, in terms of eternity, that's just a little blip on the radar. I mean, it's not even hardly measure. And there's a verse in Second Peter uh, chapter 3 that kind of s- addresses this. It says, But do not forget this one thing, dear friends, when the Lord, with the Lord a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. As some understand slowness, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And the next verse I want to read, which will address the temporary and the eternal more directly, I guess, is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and I'll read verses 16 through 18, and then also the first verse of chapter 5. It says, Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving us for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we, this is Paul speaking, for we should fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. 
For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Um, I want to read that last uh, verse 18 again. It says, So we should fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Uh, You know, how we live our lives in this temporary world I believe, will affect how we will continue in eternity, how we will live. Will we live eternally in heaven, or will we live eternally in hell? It's very obvious, uh, but to experience life in heaven for eternity, we must accept Christ as our Savior. Uh, Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So that's the first step in figuring out temporary versus eternal. Uh, I know many of us in the past have all made New Year's resolutions, including myself. Mostly I haven't kept. And most of those would be what I'd call temporary things, uh, temporal. They're not eternal. Uh, to either lose weight, get more exercise, which aren't bad things, but they're temporal. But instead of this year, New Year's resolution, I'd, I would encourage all of us, and I think we could all use a new per- perspective and that is to resolve to pay more attention to our spiritual growth this new year, which is based on eternal things and not temporal things. Uh, Temporal versus eternal, you know, there's a vast difference between those two. And uh, the way we process this difference, I believe, can determine the level of peace that we have in our hearts Uh, or the contentment that we may have in our lives each day. Uh, It's very easy to allow the temporal things to consume most all of our energy, time, and effort. I mean, we have to have a job, so and that requires much of our time and attention. Our physical bodies, the older we get, the more maintenance we have to have on our bodies, so that requires a lot of time. In the state of our finances, a lot of times uh, makes our emotions go up and down, whether if we have money, we're up. If we don't have any money, a lot of times our emotions are down in the pits. And so we let temporal things uh, a lot of times just control our lives and not really reflect on the spiritual things or the eternal things. just being able to keep up with our material stuff a lot of times requires most of our time. And so we can get that out of balance, so to speak. Um, I do believe that the Lord has put these temporal things in our lives for a purpose. I mean, we do have to have a job to support our family, and that's not bad. And I believe the Lord also wants us to appreciate his creation and all the things he's made here on the earth, and we're to enjoy that. And 
I believe he wants us to enjoy each other's fellowship with other people. And those, th- those temporal things are not bad. And so I think the key is to have a balance between temporal and eternal. But we shouldn't let all the activities of the temporal things completely control our life. It should be we also need to anticipate heaven. Uh, there's a couple of verses I will read that talks about living while we're on earth a good life and to work. The first one in Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for man. And the next one is found in 1 Thessalonians 4, 11 and 12, and I don't have to find that. I've got it marked. 4, 11 and 12. It says, Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business, and to work with your hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will be dependent on nobody. Uh, I think most of you have heard this saying, and I mean, I heard it a lot when I was a kid, I guess, but work hard, play hard, and that was it. They forgot to say and pray hard. Most of the time, the pray hard was left out of that saying. So in taking and making the time to turn our thoughts to eternal things, I believe is strictly up to us. I mean, it's something we have to choose to do. Because if we don't choose, the temporary things will get in the way and we won't do it. And so I think we need to learn the balance, as I've talked about, uh, is necessary between the temporal and the unseen eternal things. But we just have to change our priorities and able to do that. I don't think that's easy, but I think it is doable. We need to learn to replace these stressful thoughts of temporal things which can get to us, cause depression. Maybe you're the opposite, you don't have depression. Uh, But I think when those thoughts get too heavy, the load gets heavy, and the worry about these things on this earth, we can lighten the load by dwelling on the spiritual things. Uh, And in Matthew, I'll read a verse in chapter 6. Chapter 6 of Matthew, verses 33 and 34, says, But seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I believe we need to allow the Holy Spirit to enable us to do this. And that has to be done through the eyes of faith. And in Hebrews 11, faith is described as the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. And it gives us an assurance about the things that we cannot see. So faith, you have to have faith to have assurance of eternity. And so I think that's one of the important things of this message and as I get older at least and I think as most people get older we tend to 
get more set in our ways. Trey can probably avow to that and Marilyn as well. And we stop making goals for ourselves. We stop challenging ourselves with new ideas and adventures. But the Apostle Paul brought out, uh, and he also recognized this in his own life, this tendency and reminded himself that he had not achieved the greatest goal and which he thought the greatest goal was to have an intimate personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I believe our nation, our community, and our children and our family, we all need God desperately. Somehow, some way, we as Christians, I don't believe, have done a great job in passing down our faith to the next generation. I mean, just look around. I mean, it's not what it was even 50 years ago or less. But I think we need to do a good, take it upon ourselves. Those would be eternal things that we could pass our faith down to the next generation and also to our culture in our country. And I believe God wants to use each of us, you and me alike, to help change that. The question is whether or not we are willing to give up our comfort zone in this temporal world that we live in to follow the Lord's leading in eternal things. And I believe it is a proven fact that each of us find or make time or find the time for the things we want to do. Whether they're the right things or not. I mean, if we want to go to a ball game, by golly, we're going to go to that ball game. Or if we want to do this, we're going to do it. So I think we need to ask ourselves, are our goals in line with God's will for your life? So these are the things I would like to say to you in closing. It says, to honor God with your time, honor God with your life, use your time wisely to the glory of God, and don't waste your time. Uh, I think even a good place to start a lot of times that we maybe take for granted or don't do is just to give a kind word of encouragement to somebody that you may or may not even know or to lend a helping hand to someone. I think that's a good place to start. Uh, I'd like to read that verse again in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. It says, So fix your eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Then I have one more scripture verse in Ephesians chapter 5 I'd like to read. Uh, Ephesians 5 verses 15 through 17. It says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish but understand what the Lord's will is. Uh, I told you it'd be short. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for the opportunity just to come and worship you. Thank you for the fellowship with fellow believers. Lord, I thank you for uh, 
being a good and gracious God. As we approach this new year, Lord, I would ask that you would allow each of us to have a balance between the temporal things here on earth and reflect and look to the eternal things that await us. And so, Lord, we uh, ask for your help, ask for your guidance, your direction. Help us to fix our eyes on the things that we cannot see that are eternal. And I just want to ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. I think we do have a song. But I'm not leading. And we are all grateful.